0: Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Metallica turned into a circus actor. Ellie Sucks!
1: Can I say something that I think is bullshit? Dirt food, would Yes, we sell out. And then you guys have a He also told me he was on acid. Yeah, you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. And I talked about digging a hole in fucking Durham, smoking hash through the ground This is Mrs. Smith, a.k.a. the Queen of Wah, a.k.a. the crazy lady who swept the floor with Kirk Hammett, and you're listening to the And Podcast for All.
2: Welcome to a podcast for all I'm Shane Obershaw and I'm Jeff Winslow Jeff season 3 episode 6 or do we just call this episode SB
3: yeah and Super Bowls for all
2: or how about the goat
3: oh yeah there is definitely one true goat of today's game and for all of you that are listening you know that I'm a big Tom Brady fan so happy day for me so not Patriots or Bucks just Brady in general Well, I mean, I can't say I was a huge Bucks fan. Definitely became more of a Bucks fan because of Tom Brady, but I did genuinely like the Patriots as well, not just because of Tom Brady.
2: I remember the last decade or so, you were always geeking out when he was in the Super Bowl. I said, dude, it happens every other year. Relax.
3: Yeah, now look at number seven. I think we all can agree that he is the GOAT.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
3: Don't get me wrong, I I kind of thought that Kansas City would put up a little bit more of a fight, but, you know. Well, they had their time last year. They did, they did. Mahomes and played, he played pretty well, though.
2: Played well, but man, a lot of scrambling and a lot of, uh, what I call, anxiety running.
3: Yeah, I'd agree. Speaking of Mahomes in the Super Bowl, my favorite commercial I saw was uh, the State Farm commercial, the one with Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes. Uh, I think it was also. Paul is that when Rudd. they claimed
2: they have their stunt doubles?
3: Yeah, and Paul Rudd is, <laughs> Paul Rudd is that, and I think Drake plays Jake from State Farm, except it's yes. Drake from State Farm. It was great. That commercial's freaking hilarious.
2: It was great. Uh, since we're on the topic of commercials, right in the beginning, I think it was even before the game started. Did you see the, uh, the Sam Adams that you thought was a Budweiser commercial with the Clydesdales? <laughs> yeah. Unhooked the trailer and said, see ya Budweiser.
3: To me that was like the ultimate troll.
2: Yes, it was
3: it was up there.
2: I also okay. liked I also liked Paramount with Beavis and Butthead in the background.
3: Oh yeah, anything with the boys is good.
2: <laughs> Give us a good old Butthead laugh. Uh.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was about spot on.
2: We'll we'll uh, insert no. insert the sample here.
3: Yeah, insert clip here. <laughs> Well, it's
2: Super Bowl Sunday, dude. We are waiting for what I call the Stephen Colbert show. Cobalt. How do you say it? Colbert?
3: I think it's Colbert. Yeah, he's all like, you know, fancy French or some shit. I don't know.
2: I'm just teasing you. It's 1138 uh, 1138 Eastern Time. We're just waiting for the show to start. You and I are just kind of winging it here for uh, Season 3, Episode 6.
3: Yeah, just you know, seeing what they're gonna to play tonight. You know, we all have our predictions and we all have our hopes, but let's let's face it. I think we all we all have a better idea of what they're gonna be playing. What's your prediction? Well, it, you know, it's gonna be some kind of hit. If I had to choose, I would guess something. You know, Master of Puppets. Uh, I gotta write this down. Puppets. Puppets would be one of the songs. I I don't want to say Sandman, but I feel like that song is coming to mind, but I almost feel like that one might be too obvious. I could see Bells, possibly. Okay. Because it's not a super long song. Um, I don't know. For some reason, Puppets is like my first thought of what I feel like they're going to play. But, you know, it'd be cool to see them play something a little bit more rare. Like, I'm not expecting them to go up there and play, you know, Fixer or Dyer's Eve, but, you know, to play something like, you know.
2: No, they're going to play Helpless.
3: Yeah, Helpless. <laughs> yeah, just like. Uh, Just like back in 2016, solo (laughs) is so, so good. I can't wait to hear it again.
2: Oh, you're talking about Record Store Day.
3: I am talking about Record Store Day. It's funny because Helpless is my dad's favorite Kirk solo ever. He loves that solo, and I agree. It's a great solo, and that Record Store Day recording is, it's interesting to say the least.
2: They opened the show with it, by the way.
3: Yeah, you know, and that's that's fine. That's a great song. I, I would, I'd, I'd love to open with that over Breadfan, fan, but man, that solo, he he got, I think he got scared or something. Something happened. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, I'm marking you down for puppets and bells. I'm gonna go with fuel or moth.
3: Fuel or moth. Okay. Yep. Definitely won't be hardwired because they're not gonna do anything with swearing.
2: I don't see hardwired. I don't see last crest, and I don't see so what.
3: Yeah, yeah, maybe St. Anger. Maybe my world. (laughs) Yeah, anything (laughs) off of St. Anger. Not only do I know who the goat is. Oh, yeah, now you're talking.
2: So as I'm watching CBS right now, it's showing my local channel news. What are you showing?
3: Showing uh, my local news as well. I see um, it's actually kind of sad. It looks like someone passed away, and it was showing a a tombstone or a grave gravestone or whatever (laughs) of, uh, Minnesota.
2: Okay. Well, we both got CBS on, we're just winging it on a late Sunday night. We'll see how much of a
3: delay there is. A CBS WCCO for me. Mine's called wink wink. That sounds a little bit, uh, provocative. (laughs)
2: W-I-N-K, Fort Myers, Florida.
3: Yeah. yeah. Of I,
2: course, I, I'm only an hour and a half from Tampa, so everything they're showing now is everyone partying in the streets of Tampa.
3: Hey, what's the temperature in your area right now? What does it say on your news? Let's see here. 71. Oh, it is negative uh, 4 feels like negative 15. Yeah, same difference. Yeah, you know. You have a little windshield today? Yeah, a little windshield. <laughs> <laughs>
2: shield shield (laughs) did you even step out of the house or was it just a sunday on the couch
3: i was mostly sunday on the couch i had a long weekend well we all did and we were just kind of tired and it was cold and we felt like you know it's good day to stay inside and not go out and get frostbite 10 seconds after you stand outside
2: don't mean to interrupt your temperature chatter here but they're showing the streaker that got on the field in the fourth quarter on my local news
3: that was good stuff (laughs) that was good stuff (laughs) i think
2: he was wearing a pink tank top
3: You know, I think we know some people that might get into it that much and do something like that. Yeah,
2: something tells me he's not a free man right now.
3: Oh, you just like the Ice Earth guitar player?
2: Did they catch him?
3: Yeah, I think he's like being held by like U.S. Marshals or some shit.
2: I did not see that. I know they were looking for him after the riots, but I didn't know they got him. Yeah, what's his name? John Schaefer, I think. We'll have to ask our friend Chuck Hoskins from Cincinnati the update.
3: Yeah, be like, dude, I know you got his phone number. Is he writing you from jail right
2: now or <laughs> what's going on? Yo, Chuck, <laughs> where's the Mr. Ister at that? I know you're in contact with him.
3: Right. I know you got him on speed dial. Dude, Chuck was responsible
2: for iced earth getting back together. So I'm sure he's been in touch with him lately.
3: Yeah. Imagine that they get back together and then this guy goes and, you know, makes headlines. When did we have Chuck? season one?
2: It was late in season one we had him.
3: Yeah, honestly, I, I remember Chuck, but I just don't remember what season it is. I feel like all of these episodes have started to kind of just blend together.
2: That's when we said in one episode, four times, Cincinnati, squish
3: them all. Squish them all, yep. People
0: try to run us down. Cincinnati, squish them all. Well...
2: Under my feet. I want to say he was season one, episode 12 or 13, somewhere in there.
3: Well, considering your mind is like an encyclopedia, you're probably not far off from that. <laughs> Dude, when you play Lars in a Metallica tribute band, you got to have Lars's memory, right? Absolutely. For those of you that don't know, time that I need any type of uh, band history uh, or questions or venue history, Shane's always the guy.
2: Are you still showing local news?
3: I am still showing local news. They were just... uh, Me too. Yeah, they were showing uh, ice fishing.
2: Someone in in Naples posed as a firefighter and stole a fire truck today I'm watching.
3: Oh, now I'm hearing about St. Paul crime. Imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) Does the news ever report anything positive? Is it always just tragic Um, shit?
2: If I was to steal a vehicle in... This area, I wouldn't steal a fire truck. You can kind of find those pretty quick, uh, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, you'd think they'd have, like, some kind of tracker or tracking number or something. You know, they're kind of big and, you know.
2: Yeah, or the thought that they're, you know, 30 feet long
3: and red. Bright red, yeah. And Mm -hmm. they kind of, you know, take up a lot of fucking space. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: think you're going to find that pretty quick. And it's not like you're going to part it out.
3: Yeah, he probably should have just stole a Civic or something. Hey, pawn shop! You need some lights or a siren? Yeah, and tonight on Pawn Stars, <laughs> I've got this thirty-foot rail truck. Uh, best I can do is fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. <laughs>
1: fifty bucks.
2: Speaking of fifty bucks, that comes from behind the scenes and uh, cunning stunts. I've been on a little YouTube uh, binge this week. Oh, have you? Cunning stunt. Check this out, dude yep came across by mistake cunning stunts with only bass drums
3: and vocals now that's something to check out right there
2: you got to check it out i i came across i thought how have i not seen this and it was posted i think two or three months ago it's it's awesome i'll admit i watched the entire concert the other day tuesday afternoon start to finish bass drums vocals it's amazing
3: that sounds like Pizzle's kind of episode right there. Well. Minus the vocals. Yeah, exactly. But Mr. <laughs>
2: Michael Presley, who had on last week, is going to love this when he sees it, because it's nothing but two hours of Newstead, a little bit of drums,
3: and I got to be honest, you hear a lot, of, a lot of
2: vocal fuck-ups. It's really cool.
3: You know, it really makes you wonder, you know, and that's the great thing about YouTube, is we can find all this shit that we thought we'd never see. I mean. Mm-hmm cunning sons came out we're like oh this is it we get the multi-angle and like that's the shit that people don't get to see you know every day is that you know something that you can buy on a dvd but now you've got youtube where you get all of this you know bootleg shit where do people find this stuff how does that stuff get leaked you know what i mean
2: i was thinking someone had a lot of time on their hands when james's vocals are i should just say when james is singing you can hear a little bleed through guitar so whoever mixed that had a lot of time on their hands,
3: okay, so you think it was done by like a it was done by a fan it was okay,
2: it was, but it's so cool because you hear so much Jason that you there were some bass notes during King nothing and puppets and creep and even like so what that I didn't know existed
3: huh, I'm definitely gonna have to check that out because now um I'm, I'm feeling like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Django now I'm intrigued. <laughs>
2: I'm going to get us all saying something that makes us pretty fucking good in here. We
3: <laughs> right? don't give a shit. Now I'm feeling fucking great, baby.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And then he goes, starting to feel a little better.
3: Yeah, starting to feel a little bit better. But no, no, no.
2: You can tell that there was no uh, auto-tune back then when they uh, mixed and mastered a DVD. It's raw. It's it's some good shit.
3: Yeah, I mean, they need a little bit of pitch correcting nowadays. I mean, we'd all be lying if we said that, you know, the through, the never sounds exactly how they sound live. I mean, it it might sound a little bit touched up. I agree. The other one? does sound amazing, amazing
2: though. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying they use autotune because I know they don't. I'm just talking about when they're really, really polishing a, a DVD recording.
3: Oh yeah, it's 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 not necessarily auto tune, it's more of pitch correct, just to kind of fix any little right. flubs. I mean, the, the reality of it is that every single band does it. That's just how it is. There is a certain standard nowadays. It's not like when you put out a record in the seventies, you know what I mean? It wasn't just four guys get in a room, jam all at the same time, record the tape, what comes out is what you know, is what you get. Exactly. You know, there's such a high standard for you know what is a good record you when's a record ever finished done the fuck does that mean
2: classic cool because it's so true you playing guitar
3: i am playing guitar yeah oh i can hear you yeah it's not often that you know it's just us you know and we're just play
2: me a little doodle
3: let's see how about oh wait i don't know i've heard that before i don't know that song
2: Play something that's rare.
3: That's not very rare either. Now you're talking. Starting to feel a little bit better. How
2: about It's Electric? (laughs) Oh, I like that style.
3: Something like that.
2: I like it, man. I put you right on the spot. It was good shit
3: something like I should that. go grab one of my bongos <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the halftime show honestly um and this is coming from someone you know obviously you're not a fan of the weekend so that's why i'm curious to see you know because i've, you I've wanna, been you want to know how
2: out of touch i am with pop music Probably pop or whatever the fuck category he falls into.
3: I I mean, I would consider it pop. Okay. Now. Okay. Um. How do I say this?
2: He, out of his medley of songs, he probably played five or six
3: songs. I'd say. Yeah. I'd say I knew three of them. Hey, that's actually not that bad considering that you don't listen to that music at all. I knew three out of the five or six,
2: and I have to tell you right now. I didn't know what his. I didn't know who he was when his fucking name came on the screen. Oh, really? Seriously. <laughs> and then he got into like song two, and I'm like, okay, like, yeah. Wait a minute, three, I've, I've heard have,
3: this at the gas station before. <laughs> I've heard this pumping gas exactly. I've heard this at <laughs> Holiday Plus, right? <laughs> I thought it was cool. I like the fact that they came down like they were like on the field, and it wasn't just like a huge right? stage like every other you know Super Bowl performance. It's cool that he was like down on the field, and I don't know. I just, it was a cool vibe in my opinion. I thought he sounded cool too, uh, or sounded good, I should say, because, you know, a lot of these pop stars they do these Super Bowl shows and they sound like they're lip syncing so much. And you You don't think he was? No, because it didn't sound as good (laughs) as the record, and I then that made me like it even more. I felt like he sounded more natural than a lot of pop stars because there was a, especially during the uh, very last song they did you could tell there was a few notes there that All right. I felt like they just weren't as pitch perfect as it was on the record, which made me believe that it wasn't lip synced. If not, maybe there might've been a backing track playing, you know, cause a lot of times, you know, right. a lot of bands nowadays, even in metal music do that. where like, they have a backing track going too. but he was definitely, you know, putting out some vocals there. So, All right. It wasn't the greatest I've seen, but I didn't think it was terrible. Not as bad as a lot of what I'm seeing on Facebook.
2: I've I've seen worse. I've definitely seen worse. Production-wise, cool. Um, Time length, a little long. I didn't know his name. I knew three out of the six. But uh, it was no Kiss. It was no Prince. It was no Michael Jackson.
3: Right, right hell it wasn't even katie perry i liked her halftime show that she did a few years ago where she came out on that big ass horse you remember that i do i do that production in my opinion out of like the modern super bowl performances i think that was one of the coolest ones definitely jeff you're like the
2: only person that likes the halftime show just go on facebook and see everyone's opinion
3: Oh God, people, (laughs) it doesn't matter every single year, whenever the halftime show is over, all you see on Facebook is negative reviews. Bitch, 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 bitch. bitch. Nobody can ever just be like, oh, that was cool. Right. It's like, you know, and I see a lot of people, you know, bitching about how Metallica hasn't played the halftime show. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see them play it. I think. They never will. They never will. It's nope. just they're not it's not that type of show and it's it's really unfortunate because I feel like they're definitely on a mainstream enough level to where they could play it. But right. I mean And that twenty minute medley would be amazing. It'd be the best medley we've ever heard, but yep. the sad truth is it's sad but true. Yep. They'll they'll just they'll never do it.
2: Nope. Uh fortunately five years ago I got to go to the too heavy for halftime show in San Francisco before Super Bowl. Well, that would have been fifty.
3: Yep, yep. That's so great show. Cool. Great show. i, great wish I show. Could have been there.
2: Very lucky to go.
3: I think they've accepted it, though. That's why they're playing the Stephen Cobalt show.
2: Cole Bear, Cobalt, Cobalt, <laughs> Cobalt Hall.
3: You know, speaking of, I thought this thing was like supposed to start. I'm still on
2: my local news. So am I. I thought we'd be done with this and I'd edit this and we'd post it and we'd be done for the week.
3: And what do you know? We're watching WCCO and wink
2: and wink and <laughs> wink. <laughs> Here we are talking about the weekend, the artist who I didn't know at uh, five p.m. this afternoon. <laughs> Seriously, I
3: th- I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" That's that's a little surprising because he's not I like a, he's not some little artist. You know what I mean? <sighs> I tell you, man, I got to get with the times. Jump on the Spotify or Apple Music.
2: Too much in podcasts for all. It's just been a Metallica year. I haven't studied my weekend.
3: Yeah, and now look at the weekend's over. It's Sunday.
2: Back to the grind for you tomorrow, dude. You're going to be driving and teaching kids how to drive when it's ten below out.
3: Ah, yeah, we'll see if uh, they decide to cancel. Who knows? I, I, if it, you know, sometimes if it's just a little bit of snow or a little bit too much rain, you know, these kids, you know, they get nervous, which is fine with me because, you know, I don't want to get in the car with some shaky nervous ass kid anyways
2: i can see you at 10 a.m okay kids uh gather around today's lesson how to jump start a vehicle
3: yeah how to uh get your cables out we're gonna teach you how to start your manual car without a key so what you do is you put it in first you push (laughs) it down a hill and then you pop the clutch and you're good to go
2: oh speaking of popping the clutch you're talking like karate kid
3: (laughs) okay pop it (laughs) yes cobra kai man good stuff I love I love the original Karate Kid movies and I think what they did with Cobra Kai and how they've mixed in, you know, the story from the original trilogy to now. I mean, it's it's pretty cool.
2: Now I might have not known the weekend, but I just finished season two of Cobra Kai. I'm a little bit behind the times on that. Yeah, what do you think so far? Amazing. And then the episode I watched last night, Johnny's walking through Home Depot. He's wearing a damaged justice shirt. Fucking right he is. You turn the corner, I'm like, oh, dude, look. You're like, oh, hey, I know. Th-
0: I got that shirt.
3: I have that shirt. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. It's all. It's cool to see them throw those kind of references in there. But it I makes love, sense. Yeah. I mean, that time period. Jeff, no mercy. Oh, wow. You actually got me. <laughs> <laughs> no mercy, bro. Hmm. Mm Hmm.
2: You're speechless. Yeah,
3: I'm. I'm helpless. You are.
2: Let's hear you play the helpless soul like you played at a record store day.
3: <laughs> Something like that, right? Uh,
2: it was somewhat close. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And when Kirk is playing the solo, Lars and James are both looking at him like, dude, do you remember
3: anything about the solo? <laughs> Kirk was like, that was a lot of, you know, blow in alcohol ago. Yeah. 86, 87 when they, when they cut that track.
1: Yeah.
2: And then he turns around to Lars when he's playing that solo and he starts looking up at the ceiling. He's just like, yep, I'm just going to plow through this
3: and on to the next one. I mean, that's what you got to do sometimes. We all know, you know, not that that's ever happened to me during Stone Cold Crazy or anything, but, you know, no, never. We, we all know that sometimes, you know, even the greatest people, you know. It happens. They, they mess up. Been there, done that. Except for John Perciucci. I don't think I've ever heard him make one mistake ever.
2: It's kind of like that one time we were playing the Justice Medley, and I thought <laughs> we were playing the full version of Blackened. Oh, yes, that was at first dev. And coming out of Blackened to get back into the medley, that was one of those moments where you just have to plow through it and look ugly for 10 seconds,
3: and I eventually found out where I was supposed to be. Hey, what do you know half of blackened actually is in the medley now <laughs> wouldn't you know it we're back on the track back on track i'm still watching wink news yeah i'm seeing low temperatures i just saw um they just did a report or whatever you call these things i don't even watch the news anymore to be honest and it was about frozen pants <laughs> this is what this is what we've come to people in Minnesota. Frozen freaking pants but you know what i actually think it did say something about it being a fundraiser so i probably should not say anything bad about that just in case that's I, true I, I i'm just saying it made the news and it's frozen pants and it's 70 plus degrees where you are and i'm talking about frozen pants
2: yep not much uh, in your neck of the woods in the summertime all you had to talk about was the riots and now you have to talk about frozen pants and wind chills
3: yeah i mean no more windshields man
2: and it's funny because my weather's on right now. You don't want to know the seven-day forecast.
3: I don't want to know the seven-day forecast because my weather's on right now too. And Six it... out of the seven days have full sunshines,
2: and the lowest it gets is 68.
3: Oh, okay. It's, it's rough down here. Yeah, rough at negative 16 in the Twin Cities. It feels like negative 39 in brainerd oh it looks like the wind chill alert up by bemidji is going to be as low as negative 45 through tuesday oh you'll you'll feel that one folks negative 45 people that's like when we played minot that's not healthy that's not good for your health when we played i think it was the last time we played minot it was like the middle of january and i'm pretty sure the wind chill was like negative 30 degrees when we loaded in that day yeah it wasn't safe for
2: those of you unfamiliar minot is about an hour away from the canadian border and uh middle of north dakota flat nothing to block the wind absolutely brutal
3: absolutely brutal but you know what big shout out venue yeah i was gonna say big shout out to the O Bar up there because that venue they've always treated us well the people up there are super cool and i mean they a lot of
2: military guys in that town
3: yep mad respect
2: big air force base in Minot and the same guys come on out and man, we love that place.
3: And they pack the house every single time. We fucking love it. I remember the first time I played there. I think me and Chris drank like, no, me, Chris and Pizzle. We drank a whole bottle of Patron before we went on stage. That's when good. That's when Chris talked us into using nightmare for the house song. Nightmare event sevenfold. Yep. You remember that? Instead of using ACDC, we used that into Ecstasy. Yeah, that was, that's fine. I think that was the only time we've used a different... Oh, no, we used uh, Boys Are Back in Town when we...
2: Well, that's when you play local, just like they did. Yeah. When I saw them in San Francisco for Too Heavy for Halftime, Boys Are Back in Town into Ecstasy, I'm like, fuck yeah.
3: That's it's awesome. It's cool seeing a
2: hometown show because you get that little that little change up.
3: Yeah, it's that little Easter egg of a, of a show.
2: You're waiting for long way to the top to come on you're like whoa whoa wait
3: oh that's right well you know it's funny because we've played so many shows we use that for our house song every single time we play and i'm sure it's the same for you when you hear it in public we were at b uh, about a week ago we were out to eat and all of a sudden that song came on amanda just looks at me and i'm like i look at her I'm and, gonna she's get dressed. Like, and she's like are you hearing that right now i'm like i'm hearing that she goes it's <laughs> kind of weird she's like i feel like you need to like go get ready <laughs>
2: Anytime I hear long way to the top, it's always like, okay, I've got four minutes and 35 seconds to get dressed.
3: Yep. All right. I got to go make sure. I, I, like to be fully, on.
2: I like to be fully dressed and somewhat near the stage before the first note of ecstasy
3: hits. And you know me, I'm always like, you know, last minute, 10 seconds before ecstasy ends. I'm like, all right, got- having, you know, someone put my guitar on and I'm like, all right, here we go. One
2: of these days you're going to be late to it. I'm just going to be laughing as we play <laughs> Creep. Probably Bread fan.
3: Well, hey, that's fine because Chris starts it anyway, so we're all good. <laughs> just like Pizzle said last week, oh, yeah, great. I don't play for 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be just like
1: when
2: One we do Pizzle. Before I forget, I was on that YouTube kick. We talked about cunning stunts with just bass, drums, and vocals. Yeah. Uh, three weeks ago, all you have to search is Metallica Live 1992 Stockholm. Ooh. Yeah, uh, Indoors original snake pit
3: fuck yeah uh, dude.
2: full concert footage and whoever is using their old uh camcorder you know when you have the regular vhs is in there yep yep you could tell it's on a tripod and he's way up high in the nosebleeds but it's zoomed in from the front so you see the actual front of the snake pit yeah and it's stationary so it's not some guy in the crowd holding it it's stationary and it's solid footage the entire show
3: so now shit like that where is that stuff coming from
2: you know what i mean he's- but you're getting legit perspective, like when you know when you watch San Diego. Sometimes it's kind of hard to actually tell where the front of the Snake Pit stage was when the drums are moving around. James, oh moving yeah, around. You, you see the four staircases to the ramps, yep. but it's hard to get your bearings of what's what. This video clarifies everything, and you can see exactly where they are through all the big parts, and it it's really
3: cool. That makes a lot of sense because yeah, if you go back and. Watch that footage. It's sometimes you literally like any point of the stage could be the quote unquote front of the stage. Wait. That's cool. I'm going to definitely check that one out too. Got some homework.
2: Got some real homework. It's some good shit. And there, you know, there's parts that you kind of skip through because you've heard it 44,000 times. But when yeah, you man, get to the, like it. the die chant of uh Creeping Death or like the little pause in Harvester, you can see where they're actually at. That's what I like about it. That's cool. Love it. And you can see with how the drums are turning and where they were really positioned rather than trying to figure it out, you know, watching San Diego. Yeah. Yep. Some good shit.
3: You know, it's funny because I've, you know, shared my semi disliking for the song Enter Sandman. But when it comes to that song,
2: dude, they open with it.
3: If I'm, yeah, I was about to say, if I'm ever going to listen to it, that era of that live footage from that yep. tour is my favorite way to listen to that song because you know there's something about you know we're so used to hearing it at the end of a set now you know what i mean like it's just that seems standard so it's like even when i go back now even though i watched those you
0: know san
3: diego dvd for years it still seems kind of like weird to me when i go back and listen to it now and i'm like wow it's so weird to come out of ecstasy into sandman but i like it
2: pretty powerful man we're so used to it being three from the bottom or you know pretty much at the bottom now yep yeah this footage is you will uh definitely be what am i trying to say in a trance watching it
3: oh yeah absolutely
2: this is one of those uh what i call youtube rabbit holes where it's like okay the next two hours of my life is uh filled now
3: I i, I figured out what i'm gonna be doing <laughs> yep
2: your girlfriend or wife's in the background talking, and all you hear is just words, 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 words <laughs> blah, 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 Did you hear a word Charlie I said? Brown's yeah, you said harvester of sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah,
3: wah, 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 That's
2: wah. exactly what it is. Did you hear a word I said? Yeah, I heard, hey, get your ass over here. Hail yeah. Satan, if you please.
3: Yeah. Hey, waitress, wait, wait, get your ass on over here. What'd you say? Ooh,
2: Nothing. <laughs> oh, some good shit. That's some of my favorite banter too,
3: yeah, that all of his banter from justice through reload, I would say is classic, it's quote worthy it's that's definitely his best era. I agree, I don't know what banter is worse, his sane anger era banter or like the kill' all for one banter,
2: okay, so this week, I'm gonna give you. And and voting for all, ooh, homework assignment, Jeff. righty. cutting stunts, bass drums, vocals versus 1992 Stockholm indoor arena snake pit, OG.
3: All right, I will watch them both, and then cool, I will get back to you with notes. I I look forward
2: to it. There's there's much to talk about, even though we've seen both set lists. You know, right? Yeah, we both know everything that's on there memorized. But... Some good shit. Do you think the people are still listening? They're waiting for the Stephen Colbert fellow.
3: It makes me wonder if we're doing something wrong. And realistically, are we on the right channel. <laughs> it's already, it's already happened, and we didn't even realize. It. We should get on our phones and see if people are already posting videos. You know, because social oh, media works man. very fast. That's true. According to my, you know, scheduled TV television programming, right. uh, Stephen Colbert uh, is ending in about. 20 minutes and Joel Austin churchman is getting on the tv next. Let's see here.
1: Joel I just came across Austin, a funny
3: Austin. ass meme.
2: Hmm. It's a picture of the Kansas City Chiefs airplane. Yeah. It says the only touchdown the Chiefs had in Tampa and it's landing.
3: Uh, oh. That's that's Sorry Kansas City. I just I just had to say it. I just came across it. You know, as happy as I am about Brady getting his seventh Super Bowl ring. I wanted the Bucks to win because of that. I legitimately thought that Kansas City was going to win.
2: Well, now you make it sound like it's rigged.
3: No, I just... If you just look at, you know... I don't know. Any given Sunday, man, it doesn't matter. You could have the best team versus the worst team, and the worst team could come out on top you know what i mean that's that's the great thing about it you know people are gonna they're gonna say whatever they want and you know what if they want to think that it's all rigged so that tom brady can win then that's fine they're just a bunch of butt hurt ass motherfuckers <laughs> how do you really feel dude well it's you know that that was me being nice okay i've refreshed my i didn't mean to cut you off i know you're good
2: i i like what you just said i okay. just refreshed my Silly ass social Facebook and uh, Instagram accounts. And I see nothing. So I think we're on the right channel still. Okay. CBS. Wink. CCO. I didn't know a uh, five minute live song of Metallica would be a 40 minute episode of ours. Hey, you know what do these you think? These things know? happen. You're getting your chops in.
3: Yeah, just trying to see if I can still remember how to play some of these songs.
2: I'm putting <laughs> you on the spot. Play Don't Tread on Me.
3: Oh, how's that song go?
2: Mm. Alright, I'm uh next track through the never.
1: Okay.
3: Whew. Trucking. I think that's it, right?
2: <laughs> I, I think my news is wrapping up because the camera's starting to zoom out from the news anchor desk. That usually means it's wrapping up.
3: Oh, mine's talking about weather again. What a surprise. Oh, wow, fuck.
2: Weather, Minnesota. It's going to be minus 10 until June next. <laughs> yeah, literally. Good Lord. There's nothing to talk about.
3: You're going to freeze your balls off until Great. 4th of July.
2: <laughs> pretty much. The way you're going, the lakes will be thawed around you know June 28th.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
2: Are you still staying with your estimates of them playing puppets or bells?
3: I it's definitely not going to be "Ain't My Bitch."
2: Okay, I'm still I'm I'm going with Fuel and Moth. That's my final. My vote has been casted. Yeah, I'm going to stick with mine. I shouldn't say vote. My my guesstimate, educated guess. Ooh, good riff.
0: You arrived, but now, but
2: now, best part of that song.
3: I love playing that song live.
2: Now when Mr. Stephen Colbert, there I said it correct, comes on. Will Metallica be with him in the beginning or are we going to have to wait
3: till the end for this shit? We're going to have to wait till the end cuz I was uh, looking at the description and it looks like Robert Downey Jr, Tiffany Haddish are on before and then Metallica. What about the weekend? No, like I told you, dude, the weekend's over, it's Sunday, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm, you know, hip with my pop hip hop world hey he's the modern day michael jackson and people try and give him shit for that just like people gave greta van fleet sounding you know too much that's true that's like led zeppelin it's like you know what there's nothing wrong with paying homage to some of the greats someone has to carry the torch
2: that is true i will give you that now there's a commercial on my tv and it's showing 96.9 wink fm and it showed bon jovi back to back with tlc
3: like the learning channel is he building houses now or
2: something uh, I'm talking about Bon Jovi rocking to the "Living on the Prayer" video, followed by "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls" TLC music video.
3: Wow! Wow! Fucking
2: okay. uh, t boz dude. <laughs> <laughs> and Left Eye.
3: Oh, that's great. I
2: don't know the I don't know the weekend, but I know fucking TLC.
3: There's something wrong there. Yep. Who is the C? Um, I don't know. You got to think about that. Crosby. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I think you're right. No.
2: Left eye, like... T-boss. Oh, uh, Chili. Yeah, Chili. How come I know this shit?
3: I don't know, man. I You should be asking yourself that. It's
2: I don't just... know. I think my news is wrapping. God, how many commercials can you have between a news show and a late night show? Can you play two by four?
3: Uh let's see.
2: Yeah, bud. I love it.
3: Oh, it's on. Like that. Oh, yours is? Mine isn't. More news just started. Oh wait, no, no maybe
2: does it look like a fake news thing
3: oh yeah oh yep hey you're good to go yep mr cobalt's coming on
2: (laughs) colbert chevy cobalt
3: chevy cobalt
2: oh wait till you see this guy rocking a telecaster
3: hey that looks kind of like dustin
2: dustin gross
3: yeah we need to have him on our old bus driver dude could you imagine it would be amazing him for an episode he had some great stories from being on tour with us and that was like almost two months that we spent with that dude oh my god
2: i still have those notes on my phone from all the shit he used to say i saw flashbacks from that tour it's amazing
3: that tour was freaking it was so much fun who's this fella playing the telly i don't think that's hank no no it's definitely <laughs> not i think he's looking a little young to be hank a little younger that's hank williams jr jr Junior Junior the second
2: junior <laughs> now they're eating chicken wings on the couch.
3: Yep. I see some chicken wings. I like chicken
2: wings. I gotta turn this up a bit, but I don't want to fucking bleed through our mics.
3: I bet you Dustin down in Missouri. He's, probably,
2: he's got a Heineken on the table. I like this guy.
3: He probably saw his better Wi Fi than Pizzle did.
2: Probably. Thanks, Frontier. <laughs>
3: I like this dude's cowboy hat.
2: I like it. He's drinking a Heineken too. When you're drinking a Heineken and a Telly, you you know what's up.
3: Ooh, that's saying something, too, because you love Tellys.
2: Little lipstick pickup. Super Bowl special. Stephen Colbert. Robert Downey Jr. Metallica.
3: Bob Downey. I'm a big fan of Robert Downey Jr. Oh, check
2: out that Metallica picture on the wall they used. That's a good one. Some hardwired shit there. That's where all they're uh, all black leathered out.
3: Well, it's better than the uh handlebar slick back grandpa James look.
2: You don't like SM2 James?
3: I mean, other than the fact that that one like change in facial hair and hair made him look seventy five? I mean, sure. No, I'm
2: saying seventy six.
3: Okay. Seventy seven with the Bigsby.
2: No Bigsby allowed.
3: I made a uh, playlist of my Dream No More setlist, and I used a picture of James Hetfield with the Bigsby guitar as like the album cover for that playlist.
2: So you made a full playlist of your Dream No More setlist?
3: Yep, start to finish comes out to wow. I don't have the house so I can song. listen
2: to it when you actually release your setlist.
3: You yeah, you'll be able to, um and except I don't have the house song or ecstasy in there, but my runtime was I think like two hours and one minute. So if you add in some banter, oh my god, a house song and ecstasy, I'm thinking, you know, right about two and a half hours.
2: That's as legit as it comes right there.
3: I'm excited for this one. I've put a lot of thought into it and I've got a couple surprises when we finally unveil it.
2: And you ruined your dream no more playlist by putting a picture of the Bigsby being played, the Les Paul Bigsby.
3: I, dude, I amplified it. That's the guitar I want him to play throughout the whole entire <sighs> show. I want a whole fleet of Sunburst, Cherry Burst, Bigsby, Les Pauls. That's all he can play the whole entire show in every tuning that I have. I and all Kirk can play is I gotta go, dude. Kirk is gonna play You're a breaking bl- up. I gotta go. Kirk is gonna play a blonde <laughs> telly with a maple fretboard and that's it the whole show oh okay and you know what rob is going to play bob rocks 51 p bass as high as bob plays it too
2: that's high i was like up around his fucking nipples yep yeah <laughs> it was a titty bass it was a nipples p bass
3: and laurie as well i mean he's gonna play the cunning Sun's tuning room drum kit the those are bass.
2: those are old uh art star drums right i'm you art star early 90s
3: they, hey it doesn't matter as soon as they put a trigger on it, it's all gonna sound the same
2: <laughs> that's back when the days in the tuning room were a lot simpler there's no mics
3: yeah no mics they're using little like marshall micro stacks and shit not full-on yep. fucking I, I love those micro stacks i hey, dude, those things are great any even... look great every video you see backstage of any big band from the late 80s into the late 90s it was always uh, microsex you see slash with them you'd see kirk with them you'd see like everybody with them it was great
2: now the reason i like them is because they were gray and silver and if i remember right the marshall is it the jubilee head
3: the yeah so they had the silver jubilee that was that they the had jubilee
2: had the silver head and i love that look on a marshall
3: yeah it looks really good you could get I it i love in, that i think you could get it in that and then of course you know the traditional you know gold and black marshall logo
2: gold and black are cool but when i said that jubilee with the silver i'm like that's that's some rare
3: shit. i love that dude i love marshalls really a great amp and it actually is kind of nice whenever we do fly-ins because that's like my one chance i get to use marshalls in this band
2: Yeah, but you're a Kemper guy. You've gone all digital and everything's programmed and saved, and you're just super special, dude.
3: Yeah, special ed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who's this Stephen Colbert fellow? Let's get to the Metallica.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't like his hair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Now they're going to show highlights of the Chiefs just getting
3: whooped. Like, come on, leave Mahomes alone. He's already sad enough as is. Yeah, those boys are on a flight home right now, and I bet that airplane's awfully quiet. And you know Tom Brady's making the same video he makes every Super Bowl where he does the selfie video of him walking to his private jet, holding up his rings and smiling. And then Gronk appears. And then Gronk appears, yep.
2: (laughs) Every time. But tonight he only has about a 10-minute drive from the stadium to his
3: home. That's true. Yeah, I was thinking,
2: boy, they're in their backyard. It must be nice to win a Super Bowl and drive home and be home in 20 minutes.
3: Yeah, not only did he get a Super Bowl ring, another one – his first year with this team, but it was also their home Super Bowl. Never happened before, huh? Well, I guess we just fueled the the flames for more people saying, "Well, that's why it was all rigged and that's why they cheated." We might get some hate train mail for that. I sure hope we do. I'm ready to battle anybody. I will defend TB all day long.
2: Even though tonight's a special uh, Stephen Colbert Super Bowl show, next week we got we to fire up the hate train because there has been a few in the inbox in the last couple hours. Oh, I'm ready. I don't know if people were watching the Super Bowl tonight and decided to get bored and listen to a podcast for all, but the inbox kind of chimed off tonight, and I'm like, hmm, funny timing.
3: It probably started popping off because people saw my boy winning, and they're like, oh, shit, we better give this dude crap because nobody likes Tom Brady anymore.
2: Wait till they hear you trying to play the Don't Tread on Me riff. There'll be some hate for that.
3: Good. (laughs) Bring it on. Because I can play a lot of other stuff, just maybe not that song.
2: How many people are still listening to us as they're waiting for Metallica to come on the late show here?
3: Is anybody even watching Metallica on the late show, or are they all just assuming they're going to play Enter the Sandman?
2: I'm going with Fuel. No.
3: So you think it's going to be more of a...
2: Maybe they'll play Fuel for Fire. Hey, Pulp Fiction. Love this
3: movie.
2: Fuel for Fire lyrics on Stephen Colbert.
3: Yeah, that would be great.
2: (laughs) Why is Pulp Fiction on here?
1: Oh, this is a great skit.
2: (laughs) I got the volume down.
3: Anytime I see anything to do with Pulp Fiction or Quentin Tarantino movies, I'm automatically drawn. Oh,
2: there's Travolta
3: classics for those of you who don't know quentin tarantino is my favorite director and pulp fiction is in my top five favorite movies of all time if not number one really yeah wow i never knew that it's close but pulp fiction's probably it's either one or two it's up there
2: what about vacation and Planes, Trains, and automobiles
3: See, those movies definitely rank, but usually with comedy movies, I kind of put them in their own category of themselves because it's as it's, right. it's, it's much as I love Vacation and it's literally, I will say this just like I do with Pulp Fiction. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's really hard to compare a movie like Pulp Fiction and Vacation and have them in the same okay same list. You know what I mean? They're just two different feels. You get all you know intense and stressed out when you're watching pulp fiction or any tarantino movie and then pretty intense vacation you can't stop laughing so pretty intense as far as comedy genre goes vacations very close it's either one or two yo fuck your mama thank you very much
1: hey, fuck your mama.
2: robert downey jr coming up
3: <laughs> who's tiffany haddish she's a actress
2: i don't like i am am slacking in the pop movie world right now
3: yeah i'm not a fan of tiffany haddish i don't think she's a bad actress but i'm just not a huge fan of her movies but robert downey that dude and now we're going to
2: commercial break son of a bitch don't they know we're recording
3: yeah can i call steven and be like yo what are you doing
2: (sighs) i don't mean to ruin the mood here but um Don't tell anyone, I know Metallica taped this a couple days ago.
3: Oh boy, so it's not authentic, it's not live right now? No
2: sir, I know you're shocked.
3: You know, know, probably not any more shocked than I was when I found out that S&M wasn't as legit as I thought it was, and even more so, you know what I just, so I've been.
2: Before you get into that, when you said you were shocked, I seriously thought you were going to say your head was sewn to the carpet.
3: I wouldn't be more surprised if I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet.
2: Are you surprised Clark?
3: (laughs) you surprised? (laughs) Surprised Eddie? If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. But so I've been a huge, huge kiss fan for a long time. I've talked about how I got into kiss before I even got into Metallica. They were like one of the rock and roll bands. I cut my teeth on that being said, i i have apple music so whenever i download an artist i always download every single thing and of course kiss has got 20 albums and i really thought i knew a lot of their stuff like i was like i'm a legit fan i started going through oh like so much as as you would call the rabbit hole i went through the rabbit hole of kiss albums yep and i started listening to the albums that i really didn't know as, as well because obviously you know like their first album you know and just recently yeah, like within the last couple months, like I've been going through a, a big kiss kick again. And I started, I basically started from Dynasty on and like listening to Dynasty, Unmasked, The Elder, uh, you know, Animalize, like all these albums, uh, Asylum. Like I really have found a lot of great gems with Kiss that I never even realized I liked. You know what I mean? Like I love their disco and hair metal and arena rock era. That being said, I was been I was doing some research and I never knew that Alive and Alive Two were not is they weren't legit. I actually did know that. I did not know that. I know there was a couple songs that were actually live, but most of it was like from Soundcheck, and then they just piped in the crowd. Yeah, Alive Three is real. Alive Three is yeah, and Alive Four is because that's what the symphony. Sym- I can't even talk the symphony. I think that was in Australia. Yeah, but yeah, I honestly, I, after all these years, I I guess I didn't know that about Alive and Alive 2. I mean, after knowing what I know about S&M now, it doesn't make me feel so bad because obviously there's, you know, 20 years of difference between Alive and S&M and even right. 20, 20 years later, they still had to do the same thing to achieve that live sound so i mean i i get it but it's like it's shocking when you think that you know something or you think that like this is legit this is the real deal like i'm picturing what you see in the videos you know and then you find out like oh no that was actually a sound check
2: <laughs> two kiss songs really rare that i love one is called i just wanna
3: oh yep i know that song i just wanna buh. yep, i just wanna
2: yep and there's a great version of that on Alive three yep and another great song Put the X in sex. In sex, <laughs> dude, that's a great song. I mean, it's so Chung and <laughs> Chung and cheek, cheek and tongue.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is
2: so tongue and cheek. If you take the lyrics out of it, but that's a jamming song. So is uh I just wanna. Oh yeah, absolutely.
3: I feel like fucking love those tunes. Everything post Alive Two is like. I feel like it just it gets discredited, discredited because. Right. Everyone wants to hear Destroyer and Love Gun and Rock and Roll Over and all of those albums. But, like, Asylum, you know, King of the Mountain, Who Wants to Be Lonely, like, Any Way You Slice It. It's, like, all these songs were, like, in my opinion, you think of, like, these arena rock bands, like, even Jovi, you know, Rat, Poison, all these bands that were doing it. And it's, like, and you listen to what KISS was doing, that shit was fucking, I don't know, maybe it's just because I think Paul Stanley's a better singer than all those guys were.
2: Right, it's true.
3: I feel like their material just it gets pushed under the rug way too much That's if it's not Detroit Rock City you know what I mean and at the end of a live
2: 3 I'm trying to think of a song that starts with a 12 string
3: uh, Forever
2: yes dude that's it that's a great song
3: oh that's a great solo too Bruce Kulik has always been my favorite Kiss guitar player and he's player. soloing on that 12 string not an easy uh, feat to pull off dude's an amazing guitar player my favorite Kiss solo still to this day since I was a kid even to now and it's a Bruce Kulick solo and that's Tears Are Fallen. Yes, Tears is good. One of the best 80s arena rock solos in general. I mean, it's such a great solo. And if I remember right, that album opens up with
1: Creatures of the Night, people!
3: I love Creatures of the Night. That's a great album. Dude, that. I want to go listen to Live Three now. Fuck Steven
2: Colbert. Let's go listen to Kiss.
3: Yeah, I know. Should we shift this episode from Metallica to Kiss now? <laughs> oh, and uh, and uh, uh,
2: Domino's on there too.
3: Domino, that's a good jam too. Absolutely. But, I mean, solid. E- even like their so seventy nine eighty, the Dynasty and Unmasked, which it was kind of like their like pop disco era. There's some really great hidden gems in there, like Naked City, which is a song that like I don't think they've ever played live gene simmons sings it and it's i mean it is such a great song right it's just and i feel like i'm like how did i go this long without listening to these albums more you know what i mean x
2: and sex and the other one is called uh they call it rock hard but it's called you make me rock hard
3: yep yep
2: i like i'm glad how you brought up that rabbit hole because those are songs that the normal Kiss fan has no idea what they are.
3: Seriously, like, you know, off of Dynasty, Sure Know Something, that song to me is one of the best songs they've written, and yeah. I bet you nobody knows that. It's because that album is... It just gets you'll know, pushed aside.
2: Favorite song? I'm asking you. Favorite song off of Psycho Circus?
3: Ooh, off a of Psycho Circus. And um, the title
2: track is an acceptable answer.
3: I mean, Psycho is a really good song. Um...
2: Great arena, arena rock song, as we like to refer to them as.
3: Yep, I, I,
0: the amplifiers start to hum.
3: I like. <laughs> I finally found my way. I think that's a good song. Dreaming's a good song. Um, I mean, Psycho Circus. I, I don't want to just pick that song, but I'd have to go with the title track. I mean, that might be the best song on that album.
1: The carnival has just begun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they. So I mean they, they have a very cheesy aspect to them, but I mean when you're Kiss, you can do whatever you want.
2: You, you know? can get cheesy. Another cheesy song. The lyrics are cheesy, but I like the laid back feel. I think it's called Razor Glasses. Yeah. Yep. Something like I think that's the the, the uh, song title. You know I know I, they sing it eighteen times. Raise your glasses. Raise your
3: glasses. I'll admit there was a, a good handful of songs off of these albums that I didn't know but for the most part I knew every single album like I knew all of right. them there was one album though up until like just recently that I didn't know it exists it I can't talk I didn't know it it existed and that's Carnival of Souls the Final Sessions Oh, that's a great album. It came out right before Psycho Circus, and that's literally them like being a Soundgarden, Allison Chains like grunge band. It's weird, but
2: I want to say that came out in '97 because I used to drive around with my buddy in his rusted out Volvo, and we listened to that <laughs> shit all summer long.
3: It's an underrated album that like literally even me like I've been listening to Kiss since yep, I Carnival was Souls. in probably first grade. Like I've been listening to Kiss my whole entire life. Love that band, and I didn't. I knew every other album. Except for that one. I'd never even heard of that album.
2: Yeah, I think Carnival came out in 97, and I know Cycle came out in 98 because I saw them in the winter of 98 at Target Center. That was when you had to put on your 3D glasses and watch the show. Oh, yep, yep. Sounds corny, but for the time, way cool.
3: I mean, it doesn't matter. Like I said, you know, we've talked about KISS before, and while I'm a huge fan of them, I, I love their music. I have said before, and I still kind of stand behind it i mean they're they they were a theatrical band there was about this you know the the stage presence and they turned their band into a a a corporation if you will you know what i mean oh absolutely and i feel like there is they definitely milk it you know like the air guitar strings like come on really you're gonna milk your fans for for money for a a plastic bag that says kiss air guitar strings and there's nothing in it there's nothing in it but i still love that band they're great
2: let's be honest if there was Hetfield or Hammett air guitar strings I would own
3: one of the two let's be honest I almost I'd have to. I almost bought some of those kiss air guitar strings on <laughs> eBay one time and that's that's the honest truth I almost did just
2: because You're like, I just need to have them on my shelf that's what I'm saying it's a good conversation piece
3: it really is it's like oh what's that well let me tell you what that is
2: <laughs> Shane how come there's nothing in the bag Oh no, what you're missing is those were the strings that were on the ESP double neck in August of 92 during Fade the Black in Montreal that don't exist anymore.
3: And they don't exist, but the memory of them are in that bag.
2: They got singed, therefore they're not in the bag, but that's where they were.
3: That's that's where they were and and James said that this bag would have them in it, but they don't yeah. exist. So
2: it was on Metallica.com Met store, it had to be legit.
3: Right. Like this is you what have what, a copy. This is, this is what would have been. You don't have a set of these. Right.
2: <laughs> I saw every fan had them on Instagram. Oh, no, these were the only ones. Dude, I'm glad we talked about my YouTube rabbit holes because we just talked 10 minutes of just the rarest KISS shit. Oh, yeah. I was a little disappointed. I saw them. Don't quote me on the year, but I saw him on the Sonic Boom tour.
3: Oh, yeah, that was uh,
2: 2009, I think. Yeah, I want to say 08-09. God, I think that was 11, 12 years ago. That album, not good. Whoops. We're close.
3: Something like that. Uh, yeah, Sonic Boom was eh, but the album that their last full length they put out i think it was 2012 it was called monster yes that album is actually pretty good
2: decent but sonic was horrible saw the tour of course the tour was good uh but yeah that they only played i think they only did play sonic off the record because the rest i
3: was like what is this yeah i think that had they played that i think there was a song called it was like modern day delilah or something like that i think they played that I agree. I think that was the opening track on that record, if I remember, because I did buy that CD. But that it obviously it got played a couple times, and then you know I I pulled a pizzle and I put it back in the sleeve and put it on the shelf.
2: Oh, back in the jewel case, it still creaked.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're on a commercial. Yeah, I have commercials of football, not football, football. I have CSI. Oh, so do I now.
2: The FBI guys? Yep, yep. Oh, sorry, not CSI. CBS original FBI.
3: Yep, no, I'm seeing the, the same commercial. Well, it's nice to know that some commercials are synced up.
2: Now do you see a power plant melting down and catching fire? Uh, no. Oh, you don't. This is the, the Super Bowl commercial where the little girl's talking about energy and then they take off in a Tesla.
3: Oh, nice. No, I got a Valentine's Day commercial. You stole my car. Dude, where's my car? I think I remember the Love Gun solo at the end.
0: You pulled the trigger. Love Gun! How you doing, people? People! How you doing, people? How you doing,
3: people? Something like that. How you doing, they used to open the Love gun. I would take any opener from them, honestly. Um, they opened
2: a... the last 15 years with Detroit Rock, but when I saw them in the 90s, they'd come down from the ceiling to Love Gun.
3: I feel like it'd be really cool to see them open up with creatures like they did in the 80s and 90s. Oh, be I feel solid. like that's such a great opening song. Solid. Oh.
2: Nope, Robert Downey Jr. time. Even though they're showing Metallica in the lower left of the screen wearing their leathers
3: leathers i like how he said from tropic thunder like of all movies he picked tropic fucking thunder which in my opinion that is one of the classic. most ingenious best comedy movies ever
2: classic that'd be like interviewing kiss going dude my favorite record sonic boom
3: yeah <laughs> you're not into love gun no sonic boom industry don't get me wrong tropic thunder is a, is a good movie but it's not even a robert downey jr movie it's a ben stiller movie But it's okay. You know, let's not forget that he did Sherlock Holmes and he's, you know, Tony Stark, Iron Man. Oh, we we forgot about that. He only, you know, made the Marvel universe what it is now. Right.
2: (laughs) The other cool part about watching TV as we record, you and I are both in our living room slash family rooms instead of our studios.
3: Yeah, it's actually a little bit warmer up here. Not going to lie. It's
2: weird because now I have a dog on the couch next to me dreaming and the mic might pick up his dreaming and his snoring and whimpering
3: his dream no more
2: Rocco do you have a dream no more set list
3: yeah he said of wolf and man
2: dude I have to give you credit that was that was damn good that was quick I can't function like that at 12 40 in the morning Oh, yeah. Rocco. we got any wolves out there?
1: Oh, 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 oh.
3: <laughs> That's one of my favorite songs off the Black Album.
2: Tell Robert Jr. that we need to get to uh, Fuel for Fire instead of this bullshit racquetball shirt he's wearing and
3: talking about. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he asked Metallica if they'd play Fixer tonight. Yeah, I think you're right. Either that or Freight Ends. Maybe they'll play Escape.
2: Dude, think of the rarest shit that they could play on a late show and people would be like, oh, okay.
3: that's how it goes see it's a good thing we're not playing a show right now because i might mess up a little bit
2: play a little trapped under ice
0: yeah that's
3: my favorite part of that song
0: my soul hi this is my
3: hi such a great part of that song best part
2: wonder if our listeners are still listening
3: oh they are we have a loyal fan base
2: dude think about what we've talked about
3: i think we that's why i don't need
2: guests anymore this isn't for all anymore it's just for jeff and shane
3: yeah and podcasts for jeff shane for steven colbert shane jeff
2: chevy Cobalt.
3: yeah. And Shane for
2: Jeff. And Jeff for Shane. Hey, watch this be
3: be our number one most downloaded episode. Oh, my dog just woke up.
2: Hi, bud. See if you can hear him. He's going to groan.
3: Because... Here we go. Oh, you missed it. If we can get some dog noises and you talk about your dog, this will hands down be the most downloaded album. I kind of want a album <laughs> episode.
2: <laughs> I kind of want to crank my gain here and just have him come over and breathe into the mic.
3: I'm telling you, people go crazy for pet stuff and animal stuff. That's true. Throw some animals in our episodes from now on, and two. Let's see if this is gonna work. Hang on. Hey Rocco. Everyone's like, "What a rockstar name,
2: Rocco!" Come here, bud. Let it be known that my little smaller ankle biter 20 pound dog is named after Izzy Stradlin. <laughs> Izzy's in bed though. Izzy's not going to be making an appearance tonight. Hey, Rocco, come. Hey, come here.
3: Rocco can make an appearance, and it is a rock star dog because I'm pretty sure that uh, LeJohn doesn't, want to move. doesn't Le John have the same breed of dog as Rocco.
2: Lejon Witherspoon from Seven Dust has the same breed as Rocco yes he does he contacted me about it
3: I was gonna say isn't that how you got in touch with him it was because of the dog right
2: It's because of the doodle that's awesome the g-dude
3: the g-dude the lj and the g-dude
2: Rocco's looking at me right now but he doesn't want to move a muscle because we've had a long day (laughs) drinking day drinking swimming and watching the super bowl He's had too many Heineken's is what he's telling me.
3: Well, let's hope that Metallica comes on soon. Otherwise, I'm going to have to walk downstairs.
1: and This get is crazy.
3: My, I'm going to have to go get my charger for my computer because I didn't think we would be going this long. And I've been running just off a of battery. Started at 100% and an hour and eight minutes into running my camera and recording. Dude. I'm down to 35%.
2: You just said battery. Let's hear the riff. Pretty good for not playing it for a year. Right? Now play the solo. Uh,
3: (laughs) I'll do it. Helpless version. (sighs) Man, How about a little disposable? Uh, Let's see.
2: Nice. Pizzle will
3: be happy. I still remember it.
2: Let it be known, everyone, that Jeff is rocking a white Fender Strat. That's something I'm not a fan of, but relic. That's true. You're shredding it. That fretboard is vintage. Is is, that's some old school shit? I love it.
3: Fully reliced custom Strat with a maple fretboard and three single coils. Very,
2: very basic.
3: Very blues guitar that somehow can just get down and shred out to some metal. Love it.
2: Well, when you plug any guitar into a Kemper, magic happens.
3: This thing sounds amazing through my Kemper. Oh, my God. it's
2: And that's a blues fender, but it sounds amazing.
3: I can literally... Jam and disposable heroes. Like, literally, I could plug this into my Kemper, and for some reason, it doesn't sound twangy like most single coils do. It sounds full and clean with the Kemper. It's just it's amazing. I've been using it for a lot of recording lately. It's funny because I'm recording heavy music with it, but I'm using this Strat. It's just, I don't know, there's something magical about this guitar.
2: It reminds me of uh, Unforgiven from the San Diego footage, white Strat.
3: Yep, it's a Fender version of that, which is funny because I actually have that guitar. I have a vintage white ESP Strat, just like Kirk's.
2: Fender lace pickups
3: not in this one this is uh those are the coils yeah no this this one doesn't have fender does
2: your esp have those lace pickups the the smooth looking pickup
3: no that one so i haven't replaced the pickups it actually just has what it came with when i bought it off of reverb and that it i think it actually has a humbucking single coil in the bridge so it sounds like a full-size pickup but it's just in a Single coil housing. I think at some point I'll change it, but I actually, I wait, I used it. Yeah, at the New Year's. Green show. Bay. I forgot. You were rocking that in Green Bay? Yeah, I forgot that I, I think I closed the night with that guitar, which was really weird.
2: <laughs> oh, that's when your jack fell out during Seek.
3: Oh, yeah, it's because I forgot to put my wireless packet, So It was, it's normally on my strap, but when I was Epic changing, fail. yep, when I was changing guitars, I, put it in my pocket for some reason and forgot and i lifted the guitar up to do the classic kirk thing and ripped it right out of yeah
2: epic jeff winslow kh seek solo thank you good night hey you know
3: what i played the whole solo. i just didn't get to to do the good night <laughs> yeah <laughs> whoops
2: our no remorse ending I didn't, i
3: didn't get to do that
2: love it Robert Downey Jr. needs to shut up and we need to get on with the shit.
3: He's worth a lot of money though, so.
2: Yeah, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. But this Stephen Chevy cobalt needs to, you know, get to the bread and butter of why everyone's watching at twelve forty eight in the morning.
3: So I'm guessing you're probably going to edit the hell out of this episode. I don't know. Are are we gonna have like an hour and forty minute long episode of just us two? <laughs> we
2: could. Think of all the Kiss tracks we could play.
3: Oh, dude, I, all of those songs that I named, I would love to throw those songs in there. Oh, it'd be amazing. All those rare ones, and I picked some rare ones from Dynasty. Also, think about,
2: it's Sunday night. I only have two days to edit this to get it up Wednesday morning.
3: Oh, yeah, so don't edit much of it. Just throw some tracks in it and just, <laughs> it, well, okay, let's roll with it.
2: I shouldn't even mix it. I should just let the volumes be all over the fucking board. We throw in, you know, X and Sex rock yeah. hard and disposable heroes and go here you go folks
3: it's just like uh walter and the big lebowski fuck, <laughs> fuck it dude let's go bowling
2: <laughs> when in doubt add some fucking noises of my dog snoring and release it to the world
3: absolutely absolutely
2: and Rocco for all
3: hey i think that should be the name of this episode super bowl and Rocco for all
2: that's right rocco for all And everyone goes, is he named after Rocco Altabelli, the hair salon? And I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> like, I'm going to name a dog after a salon. Are you I was kidding to
3: you should just look at him and be like, do I look like I'd name my fucking dog after a hair salon? Yeah. Like, no, I would name it after a nail salon. Duh. And then a few
2: people say, hey, there's a place called Rocco's Pizza. I'm like, no, he's not oh, named yeah, after it. the pizza shack, but that's, yeah, that's a hilarious. lot better than a hair salon.
3: Hey, I like pizza. I get pizza every day.
2: I had it tonight for the Super Bowl. The, the pizza commercial had me at hello.
3: Now I want some pizza. When I get done here, oh, dude. If, if this episode ever ends, I might go get me some pizza.
2: I was actually mentioning tonight that it was the first time we ordered pizza since moving to Florida. Really? Yeah, it was weird.
3: Where do you guys order from down there? Is it like a local or did you go like Domino's?
2: Uh, I actually went Pizza Hut. Okay. The little lady wanted wings and I wanted a meat lover's. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to leave the house. I said, let's just order some shit and just be done with it.
3: Yep. Yep. We DoorDash KFC today because it was negative 14.
2: That's a good day to DoorDash when, uh,
3: you know, your eyes are frozen. I love DoorDash. I don't even care. I'll pay the $3 delivery fee and tip. I don't even care. The convenience of me not having to leave my house sometimes with three kids. I get it. I get it. That's that. I'll pay the extra money. Doesn't even bother me. I get it. And if I'm sweating an extra, you know, 6 to $10, I got bigger problems in life.
2: But when I'm working in New York, in LA, keep in mind, New York and California are like closed and locked down like a prison. Yep. When I'm on an overnight for work, DoorDash is my only option, so I'm fucking tired of it.
3: I just, I love DoorDash. It's so easy.
2: I love eating local shit when I'm on the road on like an overnight.
3: Well, yeah. It's I like mean, I don't want to
2: fucking have Chipotle three nights in a row because it's the only thing open when I land at two that, in the morning. That sucks. That's definitely
3: understandable. You want to, you know. Yeah. When you go to Dallas, you want to go get some fuzzy taco.
2: Well, I got fuzzy tacos in Fort Myers. Oh, yeah,
3: that's right. I forgot. Lucky.
2: And every time in I'm in LA, the hotel's right by one of your favorite spots, Del Taco.
3: Yeah, Del Griffith Taco.
2: <laughs> Evening, Gus.
3: <laughs> Dude, they should rename it.
2: Del Griffith del yep. griffith yep oh these commercials are horrible
3: nobody cares about elliot page
2: no now it's some furniture company for your your pool and your patio in fort
3: myers did you hear that that the actress ellen page now is elliot page yes and she divorced, breaking news. and she divorced her wife right like, her wife so you became a guy and then left your wife like how does that work
2: that's got to be a lot of paperwork.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Think of straightening that out for records and your license and your credit cards and your health insurance and your property. That's, that's got to be a lot of shit to do.
3: I suppose when you're rich and famous, she could probably just pay someone to do all that for her,
2: I suppose. Just, picture, just think about changing your name from Jeff to Jess. You'd have a lot of shit to do.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yep, formerly known as Jeff.
2: Okay, we're back from commercial. Fingers crossed. Here we go. Oh, my God. It's part two of Downey Jr.
3: Well, I mean, I hate to burst your bubble, but this is an hour-long TV Dude, show.
2: Dude, I say we just fucking go to bed because they're going to play Sandman the rate way this is going. My dog's not thrilled.
3: I think we jumped the gun on signing on when it was supposed to start.
2: He wants to hear a wolf one man. He's dreaming about it right now. Got
3: any wolves out there? I'm definitely going to have to go get my charger.
2: I'm at 100%. I don't know what's wrong with your battery.
3: What are you at? 27%.
2: Yeah, go grab it.
3: Into
0: the void.
3: This is where you can sing rare Kiss songs while I return. All right, go.
0: Baby, let's
2: put the X in sex. Try to think how that ends. Make me be your private eye. Baby, let's put. God, those are good songs. Creatures
1: of the night, people.
2: Jeff Winslow II is going to get his Apple Charger. Not strawberry, not grape, not peach, not orange. It has to be an apple. I just want to f- I just want to f- I just want to forget you. I just want to fuck. I just want to fuck. I just want f- to forget you. I just wanna
3: fu- I just wanna forget you. I remember when I first heard that. All oh, your headphones like, are back on. When I first heard that song, make when I was me a be kid, your
0: private eye.
3: <laughs> I thought that song was so cool because I was like, "Man, he's almost saying fuck." So he's I almost sing. saying it. This is so legit. And I'm guy. like, I can sing this song without having to worry about actually saying fuck. And I was like a little kid. Yeah, it's legit.
1: <laughs> it's forever, time. That there's no
0: doubt in my mind, (laughs) it's
1: forever,
0: people. Yeah, people. That
3: twelve-string solo on Forever's fucking spot-on. Oh, hey, guess what? Metallica's not next. Tiffany Haddish is next. Yippee! Who? Tiffany Hot Dish is next. (sighs) Now I have to learn who that is. Now that I had to learn who the weekend is, you know. I'm pulling up that song. Fuck this. People are probably saying, what is hot dish? Because, you know, I think that's only like a Midwestern thing. I don't know if people down in Florida know what no, hot they dish don't. is.
2: I've said that all over the world, and people are like, what?
3: Dude, I I'm love it. Like, Dude, we're
2: having hot dish for Thanksgiving. They're like,
3: what the fuck is that? I love hot dish. I'm just saying. Make me be your
1: private eye. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm pulling it up. I'm playing it through the phone. I don't give a shit. A live three. Here it is. I'm going right to that solo.
1: That song's only
2: three minutes long. Crazy. I've heard that beat. I've heard it forever played at weddings.
1: I
3: love that song. Here it comes. Hang on. Every time we do this one,
1: the place up just like a damn Christmas tree. Christmas tree.
2: Listen to that guitar.
1: I can lie to myself, but it's true. (laughs) People. You
3: guys can say whatever you want about, you know, Sebastian Bach, Jeff Tate, Tom Kiefer. No, Paul fucking Stanley. Like, even when he sings high, his voice sounds powerful.
1: You know I'll be loving you forever. People!
2: Verse
1: 2.
3: Eric Singer is such a great drummer, too
2: the best. For Kiss, that is.
3: Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Okay, when the solo comes up, I want it uninterrupted. And I want you to air guitar that 12-string shit. (laughs) Here we
3: go. Like I said, Bruce Kulik is the best guitar player they've ever had.
0: God, that's some
2: good shit. I love. I don't. That that song never gets old. No, never. Since we're waiting for Chevy Cobalt, I got to look up one more. Here we go.
1: I got-
3: Oh dude. That's oh, the best. Back from
2: commercial. This might be our worst episode ever. You think? I don't know. I'm not apologizing to anyone cuz I'm just I'm having fun.
3: I don't think it's our worst episode ever. Definitely. We
2: got an hour 24 sitting around watching TV. Is this her?
3: I got to look up Rock Hard. We are so lucky. He said to be joined. Who? Cool. Uh, we're so lucky to be joined by Miss Tiffany Hotdash. Oh,
2: I thought he meant in podcast for all.
3: No, no, we didn't have time to fit him in our schedule. I was too busy talking to Michael Dean Presley.
2: Pizzle Presley. I hope people liked the last week's episode. We got some pretty good
3: feedback. It was a fun episode. It's always fun doing an episode with someone that you actually know absolutely might have to do it again i mean an episode with someone we know
2: i'm looking up rock hard
3: great lyrics turn it up (laughs) hey they still sold 100 million plus records
2: Come on, baby. Let's rock hard, baby, all night. I'm under a physical spell. A physical spell.
1: i <laughs> your love is my style. Once I get started, I can't stop. I can't down because this love is so hot. You make me sweat, you turn me down. You get me up, you never let me down.
2: Let's start a kiss cover. Kiss tribute of Disco Kiss.
3: <laughs> can we yeah, can we go from
2: No makeup, just 80s.
3: Well, I don't know. I want to do some Dynasty and Unmasked. I think Unmasked might make it into my some of my top, like i yeah. not, not my favorite album, but it's in probably like my top five favorite kiss albums. Unmasked I get you this. there. That is some good shit. I would say Dynasty through uh I just want smashes, thrashes, and hits. I say dynasty through revenge era. That's what we should do. So it'd be seventy nine through ninety two. That'd be a perfect era of Kiss for me. get a we little love. bit of Get a little rock and roll feel, but still get some. Dude, I would have my work fucking cut out for me on some of those solos though, because they had Vinny Vincent before Bruce Kulick, yep. and that dude was crazy. Uh, what was it, Mark Saint John? Too that dude Saint was. John. Yeah, he was no slouch. And then yeah, fucking Bruce Kulick. Eric Carr rest in peace yep I mean dude, that dude was a great drummer amazing one that you forgot about Hot in the Shade oh Hot in the Shade that's a
2: good song and that production on that tour was fucking badass that was an amazing stage oh well, yeah they had the Sphinx and the Pyramids and all that shit
3: I meant album not song what's that no you said Hot in the Shade and I said great song I meant to say album oh that's yeah, the yeah. album that's the album Forever is
2: off yep yeah, it's on that. That stage production on that tour was fucking badass.
3: It's funny because that's considered like one of their worst albums, and I love that album.
2: Going from covering Lars to Kiss, I would have a very easy homework assignment.
3: Yeah, you just got to play your drums. 4-4,
2: <laughs> four, four, baby.
3: Yeah, and it's not like they, you know, Eric Singer, I mean, he doesn't do necessarily... well. We would have to up our production, because didn't he, I think his drum kit lifted up back in the 80s, didn't it?
2: Yeah, we'd have to invest in a little bit of uh, hydraulics.
3: Hey, man, as long as we can play a world without heroes, I'm good. Oh, my God, that's a great song. It's such a great song. It's so cheesy, but I love that
2: song. Dude, we're just going to call this the Kiss Hour. Kiss Hour. We might even turn uh, Stephen Colbert off here. Oh, yeah.
3: All about Naked City, man. There it is. Hizzle's favorite bass tone Like Gene actually sings Pretty well on this song What year was that? This is Unmasked so this is 1980 I love their disco era stuff
2: Did you ever hear Vinnie Vincent's Solo record?
3: Yes, I did. It's
2: fucking good.
3: Got some shredding shit.
2: Oh, they went to commercial and it said, coming up next, Metallica performs. Imagine that.
3: Hey, Kiss opening for Metallica?
2: Yeah. That's legit.
3: I don't know if that would ever happen. (laughs) Baby, let's put the X in sex. We got to play that. Who do you think would headline Metallica or Kiss?
2: uh what's the venue what's the setting is it a festival what are we talking about here
3: i don't know i guess we can't say a tour because whoever's tour it is, that's obviously so it'd have to be a festival
2: metallica's got a headline
3: you think that metallica even with because obviously we all know their live performance is a you know wrecking machine of just awesomeness but you think that that's enough to top that production?
2: Yeah, Kiss is on the on the other stage. There's two main stages.
3: Okay, Kiss yeah, goes <laughs> on at
2: uh, eight thirty. Metallica goes on at ten fifteen.
3: I've always thought about that. Like you take some of these <laughs> biggest bands, and you think about like who would headline in these situations. Like I always, right? The one I always came to was Metallica or Iron Maiden uh th- oh that's tough and i feel like in like a festival situation i feel like iron maiden would probably take it i mean they
2: It's funny you brought this up because a couple years ago kiss opened for tool whoa festival setting different stages don't get me wrong but it, tool uh was the headliner and i was surprised
3: you know i think now that you say that there was when what was it back in shit? i don't remember the years probably like 10 years ago or longer, uh what was it the Live Earth Festival? Metallica didn't headline it, Bon Jovi did. And Metallica opened for Bon Jovi.
2: Is that the one that was in Wembley and it was daytime?
3: I think so, but I think technically Bon Jovi was the headliner for that. I think, okay. that's, I think that's the only time they haven't been like. Oh, wait. And then d- didn't they do something? Wasn't it like The Stones or something like that?
2: Yeah, they opened for The Stones at 3Com Park, which used to be called Candlestick in Frisco.
3: Right. Yep.
2: But that's that was that's legit.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's that's like opening up for the Beatles. I mean, right.
2: Just like Lars says, his dream now is to open up for you too.
3: I okay. They do it in a heartbeat. I'm sure they would. That's that okay.
2: And then if that happened, you'd hear the song one played twice in one night. Huh. You know, you two's got a song called yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. (laughs) I I I know. (laughs) I
2: wasn't sure. I saw the gears turning there, but I didn't know if you were picking up what I was laying down.
3: No, I was actually just kind of confused on the commercial I just saw, but that's all good.
2: And then Creed could close out the night playing their version of One. (laughs) Remember that song?
3: Oh, man, Creed. One,
2: oh, one. The only way is one.
3: (laughs) I thought Creed was an underrated band.
2: Write that down right now. We need that as a sample
3: some Creed
2: <laughs> U2 one Metallica one Creed
3: one. this is that one episode one
2: oh one Scott Stapp headlining in front of Bono and Headfield. <laughs> Creed actually opened up for Metallica in 99 uh, M2K tour that'd
3: be interesting to see and 7Dust Mark Tremonti is a hell of a guitar player. I'd love to see yes, that. Yes, he is. Live. I'm a big fan of Alter Bridge.
2: I ran into him years ago in the Detroit airport. Mark Tremonti? Yes.
3: Damn.
2: Yep, he's, he's... in the Gator, and I walked by, and I kind of did a double take. I'm like, God, that's got to be him. And sure as shit.
3: He seems like he would be really laid back in real
2: life. I didn't I didn't bug him. He was with a couple people, and I'm just like, yep, that's him.
3: I'd be like, M-T! Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't want to bother him. I'm sensing Metallica's right around the corner because now there's a local commercial.
3: Yeah, I think I hear Ecstasy playing right now.
2: Yeah, they're just leaving the tuning room. Does HQ have a tuning room? And then they go, go out to the live room?
3: Go, right. <laughs> it, it goes something like this.
2: Dude, I'm impressed. Oh, here we go. Here we go.
3: Forming performing their iconic Ooh. song, Enter Sandman, Metallica
2: enter Sandman Jeff of all songs
3: and you know your thoughts your initial thoughts it was my initial thought I was hopeful with Master of Puppets and that's not even the song I wanted to hear but it's purple Ouija (laughs) sparkle nice shoes bud Looks like he's and like wearing some Jason shoes from the '80s. The cool thing is, is look at all the different cabs they're yeah, using. Yeah, that's all oh, cool. the
2: Mesa Boogie cab, the one I love. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh, yep. We've got New York Yankees cab. We've got San Francisco Giants.
3: Did you see the X Games cab?
2: Yes. It's love funny. It.
3: It's funny that that cab is up there, considering what is potentially coming up here soon. Do you know what I mean? Oh,
2: there's no pyro. <laughs> infectious grooves base cap did you
3: see that I did see that yep how cool is that it sounds really good
2: it sounds solid I don't want to ruin this but they're that are not at hq this is a different location I'm familiar with
3: Yeah, dude, they're at the local Home Depot, can't you tell?
2: Yeah, can you tell by the shelving? Where's the. Do you think they have a forklift?
3: I think I see price tags in the background.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Clean up on aisle 14, we have an infectious grooves cabinet on the ground.
0: It's
3: funny because uh, To Live Is to DFW on their page, they had a poll going of people guessing what they thought they were going to play and I'm pretty sure Enter Sandman was the song that everyone guessed.
2: Ooh, nice close-up on the crybaby. Look at that old Marshall cat behind Kirk. James sounds good. Are Rob and James in a gang with the bandanas? Yeah, I know. I
3: was thinking the same thing. Are they like outlaws or? They're both wearing bandanas like they just got out of, you know, the bike gang. Well, I mean, Rob does kind of look like he, you know.
2: I love that Infectious gross base cab on uh, stage left. I should say warehouse left.
3: I just don't know if I can get past the, the mustache. It's not bad. It's just a change, you know. I'm not used to seeing Rob Great. with the big old mustache.
2: If you look carefully on the second row of Home Depot shelves, there is a St. Anger pinstripe cab. Oh, that's you... one of your favorites.
3: Oh yeah, I—that was one of the first ones I noticed.
2: The M pinstripe.
3: Yep. Yeah, that red Marshall cab is. fuck that's cool.
2: Ooh, a little split screen during the solo here. God, I love that old school Iron Mesa boogie cab. Only I still had it. Sounds good. Why wouldn't it sound good? Dude, it's fucking Metallica.
3: Why wouldn't it sound good? They've only played this song 100 times in the last 20 minutes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you wonder if they picked the song or management picked it.
3: It makes you wonder if they actually practiced this song in the tuning room or whatever they had before they did this. Like, do you think they would really need to practice this song?
2: Makes you wonder. They're not at HQ, though. This is what I'm familiar with as the warehouse.
3: It's really crazy what his snare sounds like. Like, it sounds like it's in a fucking arena. Right. (laughs) <clears throat> <triggers. laughs>
2: Lars is playing like there's 30,000 people. There. That's what I love. There is no let up.
3: Yeah, he still, you know, he stands up. He's doing all of his... Loving traffic. it.
2: I don't mean to make you jealous, but that Ken Lawrence Hetfield using, I have, I have played that exact guitar.
3: Well, hopefully someday I'll own one. I've only been on the waiting list forever.
2: <laughs> I think you're due. That exact axe I have put on and drilled over for 18 seconds.
3: I think that's been my favorite guitar of his since Cunning Sons. I
2: keep looking at that X Games
3: uh, cab and I'm getting
2: excited for one of our future guests.
3: That's, yep, that's exactly why I said that earlier. I was like, it's interesting that that cab is up there Hotel considering. Everybody,
2: you see? Oh, so it's a cutoff they, they and it. it goes back to Chevy Cobalt.
3: That's really... That's, that was it. That's... We literally waited an hour and forty minutes for that. <laughs> Honestly, so
2: let me refer back to my notes.
3: I'm not even that disappointed. As much as I didn't want it to be that song, I'm a not surprised, and b just to just to see them jamming, it was cool.
2: It sounded good. They it looked healthy. Really good. It was strong, and where they were in the warehouse, they made the best of it with some old cabs we haven't seen in a while, and I dig that shit.
3: As far as I think that was the whole idea, if I you know, as a Metallica fan looking at that, I'm looking at it as all right, they played the most obvious song, but they did that because it's on TV, it's what everybody's going to know, but they still wanted to extend an olive branch out to their diehard fans, and that's where all the cabs from all the different generations came in, because only only the diehards are gonna know what each one of those cabs where they came from.
2: Yeah, they knew they're going to be on Wink Channel Two in Fort Myers, so they're like, "Let's pull out the Golden State Warriors and in the Infectious Grooves cab."
3: That Infectious Grooves cab was that was super cool.
2: Well, before the show started, Jeff guessed puppets and bells. I would say you were closer than I was because I went with fuel or
3: moth. I mean, I think I did say too that I was guessing Sandman, but you, I, you
2: did, you won.
3: But I didn't. That was not my final choice. I did say Master of Puppets.
2: You're a lot closer than I was with Fuel or Moth.
3: I mean, I guess with the... Uh, maybe. It
2: was cool. It was no, cool. It,
3: it was definitely... It was cool.
2: I was hoping for more songs, but since it's one eighteen in the morning and this episode's going on an hour and 45 minutes, I'm okay with that.
3: Yeah, I'm good too. And now I got to turn this Joel Austin shit off.
2: Oh, now I've got Roger Goodell giving an interview to... Local wink Fort Myers TV. Since we talked about kiss 80% of the time and we rocked out the kiss, and we've heard Sandman 4.74 million times, what should we call this episode? Um,
3: hmm. Enter Sand Kiss.
2: <laughs> Enter I Just Wanna. F- Enter Rock Hard.
3: Alive from Steven Colbert.
2: Let's put the X in Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun, dude.
3: I didn't think we would go on that long, but fucking hey, this was cool. It was definitely a change of pace and it was great. I liked the flow. It was fun. And podcast for all is for
2: you, the guest, to come on and tell your story. Email us at and podcast for all at gmail.com. We're not the podcast that does commentary or goes over reviews or any of that shit, but pretty uh, cool change of pace tonight. Thanks, dude.
3: Yeah, man. It was a good time. Hopefully, you know, we could do it again with, you know, cutting stunts or binge and purge or something. I think that'd be Hey, cutting
2: stunts with bass, vocals, and drums only like we were talking about earlier.
3: Oh, yeah. Just like, you know, Kirk and Bob. I got a little homework to do. (laughs) Hey, man, I do my homework. It just doesn't work out. just doesn't work out.
2: We'll stay warm tomorrow as you're teaching kids uh, how to use jumper cables in 30 below windchill, and uh, I'll call you when I'm cleaning my pool.
3: Yeah, yeah. We'll see if I end up leaving the house.
2: <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, there you go. Season 3, Episode 6. Check you next week, bud. That's a wrap. Later.
3: Later.
0: What? Well, I've been to Hastings and I've been to Brighton. I've been to